Welcome everybody to Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. We're your co-hosts, Kevin Lushla and Donovan Donnell, and we are talking about 2023. What are we looking for in 2023 that's going to help us in this upcoming year be exactly what God has called us to be? High performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. And man, look, this one's personal to Don and I, man, because there's just stuff that we've been going through that we just want the Lord to like just bless and just be in the middle of so that we can do this. If y'all been liking these episodes, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. We want y'all to continue to share this with your friends. If you have somebody that you know would love this content, text it to them, message it to them, DM it to them. We want to hear from you all. So continue to hit that subscribe button. Donovan. Yes, sir. 2023, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make more room for him to be the Lord of all that he should be lording over. And when you said that earlier, it's like there's so many things that, you know, we want God to just come in and cleanse and take control and be a part. If you just let him lord it, Donovan, let him lord it. It will be as it should be. So, yeah, man. So what are we touching on right now for for this episode, man? I mean, this day. Donovan, day two, 2023, man. Yo, I, I, I. I want you to go back on something that you talked about literally on day one, because this is still boggling my mind. I got questions about this. Can you talk about this whole, like, clarity is in, in, in three parts and how you yeah. get clarity? I just want to... Got you, man. Yes, please. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into that. I think that's going to be helpful to unpack that, especially as we are, a lot of people wait for this moment to embark on something new. This is a fresh perspective to start with. So we said that clarity is in three things. Clarity is in purity. Clarity is in charity. And clarity is in maturity. So you have purity, charity, maturity are three ways you can go about finding clarity in any season, in any endeavor that you may be involved in. So then let's get into this purity part. I think one of the things I'm definitely looking for in 2023 is more purity in my thoughts, more purity in my ways. Because if I'm clear about who God is and how he does things, I feel like I'm just going to live a life that is more in tune with the God of all creation. And people will see love and feel love because it's not just coming from me. It's coming from the one who created love. I'm not even saying created love, who, who is love to begin with. Who is so, it? Yes. So purity, like talk, talk, man. All right. So I just, when you were talking, I went and looked up uh, Philippians 4, 8, right? It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good for, of good report, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So the first place I feel like we have to approach this idea of purity from is our mindset and our meditations. Mm. Before we even get to anything else, because before we even get to our actions and, and behavior, right? I believe that your behavior is rooted in your beliefs and your beliefs come from your meditations and your meditations come from the ideas that are presented to you by the culture and things around you. Remember that a belief is really nothing more than an idea that got promoted. Say that again, please. So a belief is nothing more than really an idea that got promoted in this level of importance. Like I'm gonna take this idea that was presented to me, I'm gonna meditate on it, 
yeah, I'm gonna stick with this one. And I'm, a, I'm about to make this a pillar or a belief in my life. And that belief that I now have is a driving force behind my behavior. And of course, from there, you're building your character, your personality, your patterns and everything else. So we have to talk about, I want to talk about purity from a place of um, meditation and mindset. What are you thinking on? What are you allowing yourself to spend a few more minutes thinking on? If we approach purity from that place, even if it's not sexual, what if it's like ultra competitive? Ugh. You know what I'm saying to you? What if yeah. it's what if it's the competitive part? Because we're talking to high performers. And a lot of times, often high performers feel like somebody else can block their blessings, somebody else can block their progress. But when you start to understand that this path was created just for you, and that no one else can rob you of something that God has put your name on, it removes that weight and that that conviction and that uh, effort and p- pursuit you have of removing anybody else out of your way because they're competition. You now have extra capacity to focus on the things that God has called you to do. But if no one ever sits and tells you that that competitive nature is robbing you of capacity to walk in your purpose, then you'll keep doing it and wonder why you don't feel fulfilled, wonder why you feel, come, feel and you wonder why you still like come up short. I'm, there is so much that you're saying that I'm writing down right now. It's, it's, it's what the culture has promoted mm. or what... It's what the culture has promoted versus what God has promoted. I think that's mm-hmm. the thing that has gotten me in what you've said because I think I, there are so many times because I, once again, we in the past episode, I talked about how the sanctuary time is so important to me, but then I have to live life on a daily basis, not to say without God, but I am in the world. Yeah. And so there's so much going on. There's so much that I'm hearing. There's so much that I'm uh, understanding from the ways that other people who may not know who God is yeah. act and think and believe. And I think one of my problems this year, I'm going to say it is that I've allowed for everybody else sometimes to influence what gets promoted in my mind. Mm. And I haven't taken the time to purify it because I may still be on this hamster reel of trying to continue and go 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 and i have to take time to be like is this really who god is and is this really what god says listen what you just said is going back to like here's the call to action for anyone listening to here today too right purity is a personal responsibility ah wow yeah it i can't yeah that's good i can't rely on anybody else to do that for me you just said that i'm letting other people come in and you know and plant these thoughts and stuff it's almost like you you have this house that god bought you and you're letting other people come in and furnish it you are the law enforcer in your life you need to stand at the door of your mind and say hey this is not coming in or yeah this 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 meets the snuff what is it the it meets the the sniff test i think that's what it's called it's why i say the sniff test we'll sniff it out before you let it into your life Ooh. right and so i think that purity is a personal responsibility to recognize like yo everybody else could be doing this but this isn't this isn't good for me Ugh. you know what, Man, what you're saying bro i i, I grunted cuz i felt that in my soul let me give you an example I have watched a lot of this is I got and I and I have to stop this now. I'm realizing as you're saying this. I think one of the issues in terms of the world culture promoting certain ideas is because social media just gets into our mind. And a lot, there are people yeah. that I have followed on social media whom I love and what they're doing is actually great work. And there's a difference between taking information from them and trying to see how it 
compartmentalize. Sorry, if I may say it like this, I'll compartmentalize it to where I can utilize it in my life. Yeah. Versus comparing myself in a way where I see lesser and greater than. Yeah. Because there's no, as we talk about all the time, if God's made you to be you as an apple and God's made them to be them as an orange, if you will, then there's no comparing the two. And I have thought this whole time now, as I've been going through 2022, there have been times where I compare and I go, oh man, I'm supposed to be an orange. Like, no, I'm not. I'm supposed to be an apple. Bruh, it's the same thing with this podcast. We look at other people doing similar things to gain inspiration and insight of maybe some of the best practices, but we take all that back to God and say, this is what I've found. How would you like me to proceed? It's the same thing when I do my relationship coaching. I wrote a book about relationships and how dating is a process of collecting data, but you don't make a decision on the data. You take the data back to God and say, what am I seeing here? Help me and guide me. And I think that that's the part some people, they miss. They don't know how to truly glean. They only know how to copy and then compare and compete. You you know why I think (laughs) that's the case? I think it's because the world sometimes brings this shiny, glittery... Talk about it. um, Sheen, if you will, to how they present their success, their life, their their accolades. And because of that, I am attracted to the sheen. Mm. I am attracted to the glitter. And I think to myself, oh, well, if that's what I'm attracted to, this must be the way I'm supposed to do it. And I forget, well, that's exactly what the devil did to Eve. That's exactly what the devil tried to do to Jesus, that's exactly how the devil works. And I'm not trying to throw any shade to any of these people. I'm just saying I didn't take the chance and the time is my personal responsibility, radically responsible for my life to verify, hey, God, is this the actual way you want me to do it? Is this the actual way to do it for who you've called me to be? And I did not take the time to allow that buffer to be in my life. And that's all me. Listen, this is what we need to tell the audience. What Kevin is saying is so true and it's biblical. And let's, 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 this is the hashtag for the, for day two. Call 911. Okay. Ecclesiastes, Uh. Ecclesiastes 911. It says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, not the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches uh, to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happens to them all. When we get caught up in that weirdo competition nature that the enemy wants us in, what we're really trying to do is get somebody else's time and somebody else's chance. We want somebody else's opportunity. We want their stage. We want their platform. And if we're not careful, the culture will entice us with the platform. If you do it this way, if you follow this mode, and if you do it like we're telling you to, and if you become the people's champ instead of God's son, we'll give you this platform, this shiny, sheeny, glittery thing so that you can be seen as important. But the whole time you've been important. The whole time you've been energy wrapped in flesh. You've been God's son. You've been his great one of his greatest creations. They're trying to resell you on something that you already are. Like the enemy did Adam and Eve in the garden. And then you'll be like God, but they already were. 
They're trying to resell you on something that you already. That's so interesting because when you think about Jesus coming to the earth, Mm. bro, the devil was literally trying to resell him something that he already had. <laughs> Yo, literally. Talk about, talk about it, bro. Like, talk about oh, it. man. Think, hey, I'm going to give you the whole world. The world's already mine. What do you I literally mean? came to redeem it. I'm Come not going to try to take it the way you said. It's already mine. How are you going to give me for, something that don't belong to you anyway? And he's like, look, I'm trying to. As we talk about on this podcast, this is the the little tenant. You don't have to sell your soul to obtain your dream. Jesus said, it's already mine. Jesus was so hungry, so hungry. But if he wanted to turn stone into bread, he could. But he didn't do it under the, if you will, the auspices. No, I'm sorry. Not even auspices. He didn't do it under the influence of how the devil was telling him to do it. Mm. It's like, I... I could do this if I wanted to, if the Lord tells me to, but I'm not going to do it under your influence. See, the thing about it, Jesus, I believe, was trying to complete a thing. He was trying, yes, he had been 40, 40 uh, days in the, in the wilderness. He was, he was working on completing a thing for a necessary outcome that related to his purpose. Amen. The enemy wanted to, he wanted to mess up the, the, the ending of that thing so that he could compromise the, the consequence or the outcome of it. And a lot of times that's where the enemy tries to get us at the, as the conclusion, as we wrap a thing up and it's pretty bold, the way we can present it back to God, he tries to eh, put a little something in there just to taint it. But this is, this is the thing. It's, it's already yours. It was chosen for you before he put you in your mother's womb. This is your path. The more you trust that and the more you believe that, the more you find it unnecessary to compete. And that is where you won't have a need for those thoughts, that taint the purity of your path, that taint the purity of your intentions. You know, like if you've, yes, sir. So if you feel like, <laughs> even if you feel like, you know, like me, I want to be married, right? And I see my brother Kevin with his wife and his kid. And I see my other brother just had a, um, a, um, his first little daughter. And I'm like, man, I want that. If I'm not careful, my thoughts can become unpure towards them and it could become unpure towards women because now I only see yeah. them for what I want from them. Wow. He said, well, it's admirable to have them as a wife and, and you know, procreate for you. But again, when we talk about un- impure, it's things that are outside their intended purpose for you. Wow. And so I really have to seek God for that. And so if anything for day two, when it comes to purity, what I would say for myself and for other people is that when you recognize the power that purity returns back to you, you'll prioritize your thoughts and your meditations on a day-to-day basis. Oof. That is my prayer for 2023. Purify, purify, purify. We're going to go back to the intended purposes. We're yeah. going to verify it with the Lord God who called us for it. Yeah. It's already ours. Yeah. Do not be <laughs> tempted by the shiny dangling apple that the devil's trying to throw at you. Yeah. Because there's a profit margin if you take that apple. Mm. I've seen it in my life throughout 2022, and I'm sure you've seen it through yours. We're going to verify it with God so that we have its full intended purpose in our lives. Y'all, day two, 2023. We're going to keep it moving into day three on the next episode. Once again, we love you all. And remember that love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you at day three.